Hey there, triathlete. Welcome to the Triathlete Mindset Podcast, where we explore effective training mindsets, life's challenges, and provide you with real-life strategies to help you become a stronger triathlete. Here is your host, Coach Morgan, the People's Coach. Triathlete Mindset, guys. We're back with another great episode. and We're going to talk about how to stop making excuses or not making excuses or excuses are bullshit or excuses are like, no, I'm not going to say that. But we got EVE, Evelyn here, a very important part of Team Latitude, with my triathlon team that of big hearts. Like Everybody has different teams. Some teams go fast. Some teams are all about women power. Mine is all about everybody. It's all about like selflessness, helping each other, encouragement. That's what Team Latitude is about. It's about giving back to the community, and not only in triathlon, but the where you live and Evelyn, she helps keep the team motivated. She does some weekly challenges, which are actually pretty good, right? And I was like, oh, what you gonna come up with? She said, don't worry, I got you, I got you. Right, Evelyn? And so, yep. <laughs> one, thank you for coming. We appreciate it for being on Triathlete Mindset. How are you today? I am good and I am actually really honored to be on here. So I am so excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm really What? Excited. No, man, I'm honored to have you. Like. The key is like to talk to real people, right? You were just talking about how you like the podcast. Well, I think it's the reason that people are enjoying it is because it's real conversation. We're not talking about like, hey, what is your PR for Kona? Like what wattage and your data number? We're not talking about all that. You know, we talk about like, how are you handling life and how do you move through triathlon and training and use the same stuff in in running and just you use with your daughter? You know, you got to be in shape to chase her around because she. Yes. She yeah. has a little Jeep now, and now I have to she run don't need after nothing this. else. You spoil that girl. She goes to every park on the planet and everything. <laughs> no, but it's hard, and you just kind of got to stay fit as a mom. And now she has a little Jeep that goes five miles an hour, and that thing is fast. If you're not in shape, you can't catch up. So I'm jogging oh, right next to her right now. <laughs> <clears throat> and so tell everybody a little bit about you know what you do and what's your life look like as an athlete. Yes. Okay. So I actually met Coach Morgan. Actually, I found Coach Morgan. Let's talk about that first. So Coach Morgan puts on this Friday feel good dance video and I was captured automatically by his energy and it was amazing. And he, first of all, he picks the best songs. Has the best dance moves. And I don't know what it was. I think I shared it. And then after that, you and I kind of started talking And then I found out about the team. I wanted to be a part of it. Obviously, we spoke over the phone. I think that was our first official meeting and we kind of hit it off. And then after that, we kind of got going. But a little bit about me. I am a mom of one, a five-year-old girl who is crazy energy. I'm married to my high school sweetheart. And I know crazy, right? Who does that? Family, look at that. And then I work for the Broward Sheriff's Office. I actually work in human resources. I am the senior HR analyst over there. And I do hiring for like child protective services and all that other stuff. So busy, 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 busy life. And I put on a 5K. So I put on a 5K in our local community as well as training for triathlons. And I actually have my first live race since COVID next week. So I am doing Spartan next week. You better hope you're ready. I'm, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Sparta. <laughs> so I'm just a busy bee. I mean, I just, yeah, I work, mom, wife, race director. One, 
you wonder why your daughter got so much energy because her mama got so much energy. <laughs> Let's go ahead and address that. People that don't know, like they nonstop. I'm like, every time I talk to her, I'm going here. I'm coming from there. I'm going here. I'm coming from there. It's like, do you ever not go anywhere or not do anything? You know what I mean? So, no. Yeah, exactly. But the second part is, I would ask, it's just some general knowledge and people may not even care, but we're going to, before we get into it, I'm going to ask one question because I just, everybody always talking about analysts. What the yes. hell is an HR analyst? What does the analyst do? Everybody want to put analysts on everything. What are you analyzing? So I do a couple of things, but I'm basically analyzing what the department needs and then making sure that our candidates meet the qualifications, right? So our girls review candidate minimum qualifications. And what I do is I make the hard decisions. So like if there's something up or looks funky or they look funky, I take a look at their whole entire job history and I'm like, okay, are they really qualified? Are they not? Are they a good fit? Are they not? And then I make that choice and I say, yay or nay, and then they move forward. So that's what I do. So if I need to come down there and be a sheriff down there, I need to know you very well. <laughs> you do, but you also have to pass a psych and a poly. <laughs> Like, he's too joyful. Like he's, he's too happy know. to be like, he was giving a ticket. Hey, press hard. There's two copies. Come on, guy. Exactly. <laughs> so you're right. So yes, you would need to know me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Would I make it? Would I get in? You think I would make it? I, I actually think you would have a really good shot. Cause I Damn, really think you, you, notice this, you notice she didn't say yes. She said you would have a really good <laughs> shot. Wow. I can't make those determinations. I need to look at all the information as a whole. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of people try to be police officers or sheriffs, right? And, you know, a lot of people make excuses or, you know, why they could never do it. It's almost kind of being a, just the academy thing is like becoming a triathlete or actually becoming a Marine. People always come to you like, oh, I always wanted to do that. Oh, I always wanted to do that. And like, this is what the podcast is about. You see how we transition into making yes. excuses, right? And, yes. um, but it's a big thing. And especially your police officers get the exact same thing. I always want to be a police officer, but, but what did you do? Like, why does it matter? And if it was so important to you, like, why you ain't a police officer at the time? Why you never like moved through? Why do you think like people don't do what they set out to do or just are all talk? I think people are scared to fail. And I think that a lot of times, if you don't put it out there, if you actually try and fail, they think that they're less of a person or they think that they're not good enough. And I think people don't realize that failing is actually a good thing. Failing puts you in certain situations that you would never be in if you didn't fail. And what I mean by that is, so my other job, my real, real job, why I really got hired is I actually put the promotional testing for the agency for them to move up the ranks. So okay. I put together the test. I do all that stuff. I do the scenarios for them to go through and basically see if they're ready or not to move up to the next level. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I get the people who fail, who fail the test, who are upset, who are angry, right? And to basically do one of two things. And this talk, let's generalize this to the athlete too. They do one of two things. One is that they accept defeat and they do nothing about it. They're just saying, I'm a failure. I'm never going to try again. And that's it. The second person is my absolute favorite person. And they're like, you know what? I failed, but I'm hungry. I want it. I'm going to do better. I just had someone recently who said, you know what? I failed. I went back to go get my bachelor's. I go, that's crazy. And then I asked them, I go, would you have gotten your bachelor's if you didn't fail? And they said, no. 
so wait a second, you got better because you failed? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, what a concept. <laughs> it's the truth though, That's a, and it's a real concept because in my career as a Marine, I had a, a portion of my life where I had a setback, I had a valuation that was very negative and in any normal circumstances, you would never be promoted again after, and it was early in my career but I didn't accept it. I was angry too. Like I was really angry that I didn't basically get the pat on the back like I thought I should have, right? And it was a total opposite. I didn't feel adequate and I questioned why I was doing it. But then I decided, I was like, nope, if there's not a way, find a way. And then and I started pushing forward. And it was actually, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be having this talk because it pushed me so far into other things in my life. And now that's my motto. Like, how do you get all these things done? I find a way. Yes. And that's the biggest thing I think about making excuses too. So one, you're scared of failing, right? Two is that you don't realize or in your head, you think you have so much stuff going on that you don't have the time, right? And we've talked about this before where you have to set time aside. If something's really important to you, you have to set time aside. And I think that's where people look at their schedule and they generalize or they overcompensate their time. And they're like, well, I can't do it at this time because I've got X, Y, Z going on. And I'm like, okay, well, if you squish this together and then maybe do this later, you have like 30 minutes right there where you can do whatever you need to do. And so for me, for working out, let's talk about that, right? So everyone's like, my schedule every day is from seven to 4.30. Right. Monday through Friday. Sometimes I'm at work till 5, 5.30, maybe even 6 o'clock. Some days, very rarely, I'm there until 8 o'clock at night. Right, so 7 in the morning yeah. to 8 o'clock at night. So I am very consistent with my working out. I love working out. I think it helps me kind of process life. I wake up at 5.15 every morning. No matter what, no matter what time I go to bed, I wake up at 5.15 every single morning to get a spin in. And then I find time during lunch to go work out during lunch. We have a shower at work, obviously, because we're a law enforcement agency. So I have a shower, I have a locker, we have a whole gym set up. And I use that time as well, because that is perfect, perfect amount of time. So I do it in the morning, I do it in the afternoon. And you know what's crazy? People know that about me. So no one during lunch will schedule lunch meetings. No one will go ahead and try to move my lunch. If anything, if I'm stressed out, they'll say, Evelyn, you know what? Why don't you go run during your lunch? And when you, when you go to that, That's a good, whoever those people are, they, they love you actually. Right. But my point is it's such an important part of me because that is so important to me that it is a religious habit for me. And so people always ask me, well, what can I do? Like, I just can't get up at 4.30 in the morning. So my first question is, have you ever tried? Facts. Right? Okay. Yeah. Have you ever tried? So I always challenge them and I say, how about this? Why don't you do it just one day and see how you feel? So they do. And then guess what? They do it a second day and then a third day. And that's it. I don't want them to go crazy. I don't want you to go wake up at 4.30 every single day or five in the morning every day, but I want you to try it once. Challenge yourself to try it once. That's all I ask. And I think that's the biggest thing for making excuses is don't for one time and see what happens. You know what I asked is like, I just can't get up that early. I said, you can't or you won't. Like, which, like, oh, which I one? I like that. Which one? Because, yeah, and this is, I asked my athletes the same thing. It's like, you tell me that, oh, I can't hold that pace or 
you won't hold that pace because like tell me why you can't like what is physically holding you back and saying you better not go eight minute miles you better not go 20 miles an hour or five miles an hour i can't go that slow no you won't go that slow everything that we do that's what we have to understand you know what excuses are excuses are choices right so you can choose to have forward movement in your life or you can choose to make excuses and go nowhere Yes. Right. And then that's the key. And I think that to me, making excuses is mediocrity. And I know that sounds terrible, right? <laughs> it's your opinion. You can say whatever you want. No, but I'm just saying like, no one wants to be called mediocre. I mean, they have a whole song about that. <laughs> so, so no one wants to be called mediocre, right? But I think that that's what you are if you make excuses. I think you're not pushing yourself to be better because to me, you're making an excuse to make your life better. That's what that is. So you're okay with being mediocre is what you're telling me. But when you ask people that, all of a sudden it's like defenses go up. They're like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Oh, you're not. Okay. And then you know what? Usually I scare them and then they go ahead and do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. We don't like being called something. I mean, if you don't want to be called fat, don't get fat. You don't want to be called mean. Don't be mean. You don't want to be called ugly. Right. Look at evaluate who's calling you these names. Right. Don't talk to them. It ain't, you know, that's where they view you and the way you view yourself matters more than anything. And let's be real too. Usually the people that are saying those things about you or saying or telling you that information, they're usually the people who love you the most. It's very easy to take it the wrong way. Right. And say, whoa, they're being mean. They're being angry. They don't know what they're talking about. For one second, take a step back and be like, you know what? I think this person cares about me. Like you said, when I'm feeling all sorts of crazy during work and they tell me to go run, they're not being mean to me. I don't take it that way. I take it a a way of, they love me. They want me to be mentally sane. So when I come back, I'm not that crazy girl. And I think that's what that is, is when someone challenges you, when you're making an excuse, it's not a bad thing. Don't view it that way. Yeah, I think especially when you're making excuses, you're in this emotional limbo, right? And so the good part about having those people in your circle is these people can, they're not, they're on the outside of that circle. They can see you for who you are, what you are, and what you've been doing. They can say either your excuses or you've been living this lie your whole life, or you're not going to do anything different anyway, so stop talking about it. And it's that emotional limbo that you have to get yourself out of, and you have to recognize, and it takes practice, right, to Yes. To be in something and even, you know, like we talk about it like an argument or anything else, like to catch yourself right when it starts and be like, I can do better at this. Like this is yes. not healthy. Right. And so that's how you change, which is like she said, she's like, don't worry about making a drastic change, like eating the whole elephant at once. You have to take step one before you can take step two and focus on step one. Right. And every day focus on step one. And every day, the step one will change. And you will notice that you've moved further in your life than you were before. And Absolutely. so I think that, that's key. But I like your job. They say, go run. It's not like my job. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy? So we have a gym, right? But I choose to run in the parking lot. So let's talk about that. That's crazy, right? Who runs in a parking lot? You? Me, I can see you 100. doing it because you do crazy <laughs> shit like that. So. <laughs> so you know what's really funny, though, too, is so um, our parking lot borders an actual district, like a police district. So we're sharing our corporate headquarters, I guess what you can say, shares the parking lot with actual like police district. They're catching the bad guys and it's actually a busy district. We'll, we'll call it busy. 
So it's funny because these guys see me running around the parking lot. But the funniest thing I think that comes out of it is, so people who don't know me or don't know that I'm not a police officer, they'll actually ask me if I'm training for something, like if I'm trying to keep up my physical activity. And to me, I just laugh because I'm like, sir, I'm not a law enforcement officer. I'm just a civilian who likes to run in the parking lot. (laughs) So people people are probably wondering. So tell me like, when you do one loop, one evolution around a parking lot, how far is that? That's about a quarter mile. Oh, so I'm running a lot. We're running like six, six to twelve laps. You crazy? <laughs> you have really lost your mind. Like, it's, but, it's all, it's all but the the, okay. But here's the thing. First of all, I enjoy it. I love the sunlight. I like being out there. And second of all, since I told you it's a busy district, it's actually dangerous for me to run outside. So my only option is really to run inside that gate like a little caged hamster, which I really actually enjoy. Or I just do cardio on a treadmill, which is not my thing, right? So I found something that works for me that seems a little bizarre. And here's the funny part. So the first time I did it, people thought I was crazy, weird. I became that psychotic girl who's running in the parking lot. And then a couple of weeks later, it became normal. So now people look for me in the parking lot. They know I'm there. And even better, people join me. And there's also other groups that have now started to feel comfortable walking and running in that parking lot as well. Really? You've inspired yes. change in people's lives. So crazy, right? Right, that's Coach? Amazing. That, no, that's amazing. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> I always tell people, like, even, like, my soul athletes that don't think anybody, like, I ask people, like, hey, come join the team. Like, if I come, I don't know, I rarely do it. I'll reach out to you, like, I would like you on the team because I've watched you and I've seen you, like, give so much to the people. And they, and they were like, well, so what is the team all about? Inspiring people. And the first thing they say is, like, oh, no, I don't inspire anyone. No, I can't do that. And then, again, excuses, right? And I say, but you don't know what you can and can't do, like, Right. People are always watching. And then yes. that's what this case of yours is like that person that was sitting in the office that saw you, that has seen you every day. And they always say, man, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to, I mean, man, I'm going to, I'm going to make time to go at lunch. And they watch you. They's like, well, I just do what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> like when you see it and that's what it is, it comes down. Excuses are, are limited by your visions, right? By your vision and by your view of yes. like the world and how it is. So when you're not capable of seeing past where you are, then you don't think it's possible. Right. And you're 100% right. And I think too, sometimes goals are crazy. And by crazy, I mean, the good they're ones. hard to reach. Yeah. Yes, the really good ones are really hard to reach and they seem out there and people are like, you know what, let's just let them are right here. And you're like, no, 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 I want to be here. You know, it takes some time, but once you start, excuses are just you trying to not, I don't even know what to say. It's to not hurt your own feelings if you don't get there, right? Right, right. And it's just crazy to me because Again, if you fail, failing makes you hungrier, makes you want it more. To me, excuses are sad. And I think that I'm out there, I'm crazy. I'm all these things because I want to show the world that I could do so much better. Right. So I I have something for you as we close it out, right? This is the part where I ask you to to give them some information and I'm going to give you instructions how to answer this one. Okay. Okay. I want you to talk to that individual that if they continue to make excuses, it could be their life. It could be their health. 
It, it can be somebody else's life. If you had to tell them that and tomorrow for them wasn't promised, how would you get them moving? How would you get them to make the choice to move forward with the things they've been putting off for so long? I think the first thing is to understand that excuses are saying no to yourself. It's saying no to your ability to be a better person and a healthier person. I think I challenge that person to do one positive thing in their life, to do one thing that will stop them from making an excuse, whether that be, oh, for a lot of people, it's losing weight. And I think COVID has taught us that, right? It has taught us that we need to be healthier individuals because everyone has this excuse that they don't have the resources, the time. Well, COVID kind of gave us that. So if you're still unhealthy, if you're still living an unhealthy lifestyle, my first challenge to you is to find 30 minutes for yourself, whether that be working out, whether that be reading a book and becoming more knowledgeable about something that you need to know. But I challenge you to make one change in your life to be better and just do it one time a week. And then after a week, try to make it two times a week, make it a habit. But just realize that making an excuse is saying no to yourself. So surround yourself with people who will help you not make excuses, who will challenge you to be better. And I think that's, to me, that's really it. Because a lot of it has to be on you. So if it's not, that's not in your wheelhouse right now, then you need to figure out why first and then go from there. Preach. <laughs> Preach, man. That's, like, yeah, you, and that was that was fire. That's what I call that fire, verbal fire. Right? She she dropped the hammer on that. We dropped the mic. She dropped it, everything. The truth is like so powerful. And when we know that it sounds simpler than it is, right? But it's all about yeah. choice, guys. It's all about deciding to move forward in your life. Deciding just to do it once a week. Do it for thirty minutes, just to do it then these things will change. These things will save your life. These things will save somebody else's life. Or you will inspire somebody to do something different in their life that will save theirs. Guys, I want to thank Evelyn for coming out, EVE, for coming <laughs> out and talking to us. I appreciate you. And I thank you for everything that you do for me. And this is one reason I wanted you on the podcast, because I think you're an amazing person. High energy, guys. High, high. Like, like Jack Russell of human beings, right? And so <laughs> she's a high energy. But like people appreciate it. And, and she used that energy for a positive movement in her life. And it's a set example for others. And you notice that everything she does is about helping people and helping them move forward and keeping them accountable. So I ask you to do the same for yourself and stop telling yourself no. Move forward in your life. Stop saying excuses. And until next time, we know we every two weeks we on here Triathlete Mindset. If you're looking to be a guest, just shoot me an email on my website, you know, morganlattimore.com. Morgan is spelled with an O, right? M-R-G-O-N. <laughs> just make sure we all clear on that. And let, let's connect. Like, you don't have to be any superstar or anything. Not to say I don't have superstars on here because Evelyn is a superstar. But don't think you are less than. I deal with normal people, real people, everyday people, because that's who I am. And that's who you are. So let's make it happen and let's get you on here. Let's tell your story. Let's inspire somebody else through action. All right. And I want you to always remember, you are enough. You just got to believe it. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Coach. Thank you for listening. Find Coach Morgan on social media and at www.morganlattimore.com. Check back every two weeks for new and insightful episodes. Until next time, remember, you are enough. You just have to believe it.